Okay, I am officially recording. Hey, oh, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you think you got what you needed for that? Honestly, I, I needed like 15 seconds of content. So, oh, and I gave, I, and I gave you more than enough. <laughs> yeah, plenty, plenty. You're like, Simo, plenty. just you, say hi. Christ almighty, just would, fucking say hi. You would not stop. <laughs> 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 Sorry, dude. <laughs> you, you just kept talking. I know. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dude, dudes, pussy. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week, another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's a Franchise Podcast! How's it going, Mr. Mo? Yo, what's up, man? I'm good. I'm really, really good today. Super good. Oh, yeah? You know why Super I'm so good. good? I would like to know why you're so good. Tell Carlos, me. you yes. and I won another award. So, as what? of today, we won Hollywood Just for Shorts Best Comedic Screenplay Award. And I don't need to sound conceited, but now that we can say things like add it to the list, son, because Roomies is officially taken off, you guys. This is the same project we were just talking to you guys about uh, being nominated for three awards at the Calicari Film Festival. And then here we are again now with a W to the list, and I cannot be happier. Holy crap. I am glad that I'm wearing those diapers, because right now you have no idea the things that are coming out of me. Pictures or it didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Also, and to add it to the list of awesomeness, uh, we are now officially been listened to on all 50 states in the U.S. And we have been added to uh, the great people of Paraguay. The capital Asuncion is listening to the Frat Chat podcast. And the good people of Iceland, their capital, uh, which I cannot pronounce, so I'm going to butcher that. Sorry, Iceland. Reykjavik is also listening to us. And holy crap, the good people of India have come in clutch because we yes. were listened to in the last seven days by over 14 cities in India. Holy crap, good people of India! That means the people of Srinagar, Amberi, Hyderabad, Raipur, Guwahati, Bhubaneswar, Delhi, Mohali, Bengaluru, Patna, Dehradun, Lucknow, Indori, and Ujjain were all listening to the Frat Chat podcast last week and last week alone. Holy crap, I cannot thank you guys enough. Thank you so much for the love. Thank you for so much for letting us grow there. When the pandemic's done, do you want to go to India? Oh, we have to. We will definitely have to. Uh, now that we have fans go. over there. Uh, yeah, that would be fantastic. Perhaps we'll do a live show there. So thank you for the love. Good people of India. I love you. Yeah. Well, 
I think that we're pretty big fans of I India. I just came. Oh, yeah. yeah. I literally just came. Oh, I nice. just came everywhere. Congratulations. I, was, I, got, I got between the award and all the people listening, I just, woo, too many, too many feelings. You know, I, have, I haven't gone outside, so I feel like a like a caged lion in some ways. And all just went to all just went to sexual tension. So it's just oh, you nice. know, the perks you know and the drawbacks of being alone. <laughs> I've been taking these pills, right? It's called Hims, and oh, it's yeah. make my hair thicker. And so as men uh, get older, are those uh, the boner pills too? That you know, for your for your for your wiener. I heard it now, like won't stand on its own unless you like tie it. Uh, with two two toothpicks. Well, I wouldn't know because no one's touching. It. <laughs> okay, okay. I, th- I, I heard it. I heard it looks like Forrest Gump's uh, braces. You know, with his leg braces. You just hear it clanking around when Simo touches himself. <laughs> come, Simo, come. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I take these pills, and it's like a testosterone blocker. And it's supposed to um, keep your hair from like falling out. I don't really think that I'm going bald per se, but I just want my hair thicker like it used to be. Uh, And in this process, it kills your sex drive. So like I haven't been horned up at all. I, the other day I was hanging out with a friend of mine and we were eating pizza in, in the bed and watching TV. And just the Domino's pizza got me more aroused than like surfing like (laughs) porno sites. It's, oh, I, I'm like, am I, am, is this getting older? Like, to me, <laughs> if I had the option between doing, like, a crazy orgy or going to a buffet, the buffet's gonna win. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. I would rather do both. Uh, if I could do an orgy at the buffet, you know, maybe some sex and some chicken tenders <laughs> at the same time, that would be the dream. Chicken tenders, a little butthole. Yeah, exactly. Which everybody knows uh, is the most delicious way to eat chicken tenders. Uh, it's French, so... If you're classy, that's how you have your chicken tenders. I know that's how I do. Mwah! Delish. Is it moose? Is it poop? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> your apartment is probably so thankful of you right now that all this is not happening anymore because uh, just so you guys know, Simo's apartment usually looks like an episode of CSI. There's just semen everywhere, and it's all his, too. Oh, it's yeah, literally Simo. all his stuff. I'm slinging yogurt like a fucking champ. I'm just like... <laughs> he's, just, he's just marking his territory, you guys. His, his landlord wouldn't paint the apartment, so he's like, oh, yeah, I'll do it myself. Don't worry. So Yeah. You know what's... Uh, so One load back, a day keeps the contractor uh, away. <laughs> oh, I forgot yeah, to tell Simo. you that back to the, the award that we won, um, I'm just happy that... I know Nothing against the gay community. Gays, you know I love y'all. <laughs> But oh, our last you award start a message with that. <laughs> was LGBTQ themed. And so my mom kept referring to it as the gay award. So now that we have an award that's not specifically queer, um, I think it, it kind of adds a little bit of credibility almost. I don't know what it is about people who are like, oh, it's a gay award. Oh, it's the gay this, gay that. It's almost like, oh, it's gay cinema. It's I, I think that like, um, you know, when I think about it, the only thing in the gay community that I'm like obsessed with is RuPaul's Drag Race. But like there aren't a whole lot of really amazing um, gay films comparatively to like heteronormative culture. So maybe it's not her fault for saying that, but she's like, oh, the gay award. They're called musicals, Simo, and they're everywhere, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Hugh Jackman made a ton of money on Les Mis. Let's just say that. (laughs) Hollywood! (laughs) (laughs) It's not gay if he was Wolverine, you guys. Let's go watch him. Come on. 
frill. But no, I agree. And I will say also, uh, it will certainly make it a whole lot less confusing when you're explaining your award. Because I refer to Simo as my partner. Uh, and it's a little confusing when you're talking about the gay award that you say you won with your partner, Chris Moore. Um, yeah. I did get a lot of, a lot of nice wedding gifts. So thank you for those. Oh, thanks for not sharing. Um, they look like they were better suited for me. So I just figured I should just keep them. And, you know, I would tell you about it eventually. Were they mason and, uh, jars? I tell you about you it now. drink out of mason jars. I feel like that's your, that's your aesthetic. I drink out of uh, old McDonald's cups. And uh, you can actually hear them right now. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Keeping it classy. This is what happens when yeah, you don't see your, your gay friend for over a year. You fall off the wagon no and you collect McDonald's Mason cups. jars. <laughs> I don't have no needs for the finer things in life. I don't know what palace you live in where you drink out of fine chalices and, and golden goblets encrusted with diamonds. No, Simo. I cannot afford those finer things in life that you're speaking of. So I will keep drinking out of my McDonald's cups. Why, thank you. Okay, Julie doesn't even drink out of cups. I just put the water directly into her hands. She just holds her hands up like a little bowl. You know, she she looks yeah. like Oliver Twist at begging for food. Please, sir, can I have more? <laughs> and heaven forbid she spills any of that water on the goddamn yeah. floor again. You say, save some for the fishies, you stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> For, for the record, as funny as his last statements are, uh, the Frat Chat Podcast does not endorse uh, domestic violence. Please do not take that as we do. Uh, <laughs> <funny>. So, <laughs> you know what? I we had this joke at my job where we're like, like when someone's a hot mess, like just fashion wise, I'm like, the the best thing for this bitch is just get a gay friend. If she had a gay friend, she would not walk out of the house looking like a fucking mess. Everyone in the world could benefit from a blunt gay friend. And that's what you need right now with your McDonald's cups. I mean, I will say, uh, say what you want about them. It's hard to find a cup where you can put like 34 ounces of water, brother, and chug it all down. That's the thing. Now, normal size cups just don't do it for me. I'm used to to the large lifestyle, and they just don't have goblets like that. Other than at the good people at McDonald's, where they think of the needs of the overly thirsty, such as myself. You know, at, at some Irish pubs, they have those glasses that are in the shapes of boots. Yeah, you need yeah, a glass. Those are sweet, boot. but I'm not gonna drink a a das boot of water. That's that's just that's just sacrilege. There has to be beer in that, and I can't drink six of those a day. You know, again. Well, you don't know if you don't try. Touche. Um, so, uh, how, how did uh, Julie like hearing herself on the, the podcast? Does she, does she enjoy the episode? Well, uh, for the record, she did. She loved it. Uh, her friends seem to be loving it. Everybody seems to be loving it. However, I forgot to tell you that Julie is what you called crazy. So, of course, after listening to her very tame interview about the things she did in college. She was like, do you think that I could get in trouble for that? And it's like, what? You're drinking underage? Are you serious? And it was legitimately a 24 to 48 hours of uh, this question being asked at me to where eventually I just had to say, yes, yes, you're, you're, you're screwed. The NSA is coming. Uh, they're all coming after oh, you. She's so, so remorseful. You know, just, she wants me to tell the world that she is a good person and uh, <laughs> that if she drank underage in college, she didn't mean it. Jesus and Moses. I wonder what her she's, last she's meal's going to be before she gets the chair. I know, right? I, I told her uh, she better start hiding 
because they're coming for her. And I mean, I, I'm ready to narc. I, I'm ready to narc and take half her stuff. And then if you want, we can split the rest of it. Uh, it'd be pretty great. It'd be pretty great. I definitely want to check out her yeah. shoes. So keep me in mind. <laughs> she won't need those to let us where she's going. <laughs> okay, so what are we talking about today? Well, it's a good thing you asked, Mr. Mo. It's a good thing you ask. You know, we talked about life after college quite a bit recently with our part two of our highly successful life after college series. But we also started thinking, what advice can we give you guys to help you so you have a better life after college? That is to advise you on some stupid mistakes not to make while in college, particularly with how you spend your money on your major. Because guess what? There's a lot of stupid majors out there. Some of them might seem like a really good idea at the time. You know, you want to learn about yourself. Might want to do this. And then it turns out you get out of college and you end up being the best porn fluffer in the biz. Because guess what? That major's useless. <laughs> I'm useless. <laughs> <laughs> Not to talk about anyone in particular, you know. But Timmy, is, uh, are you pointing at him? Yes, cool. This is just right now. Okay. So that's why we here at the Frat Chat Podcast are here to present to you the top dumbest college majors as brought to you by the frat chat podcast so i feel like i'm gonna start off with uh, with an easy one right off the bat uh because i think psychology majors are about as dumb of a major as you can have because all i gotta all i gotta say about it is this there is a reason that most girls at the beginning of porn videos say that they're psych majors okay you're already getting fucked by your degree, so you might as well get paid oh, for yeah. it. Because I have met exactly zero psych majors that do anything with the degree. At all. Well, I think that most majors, just as a bachelor's only, doesn't get you as far as you would have thought it would. Like, when I was younger, I remember right. being told that, like, you know, you had to have a, a bachelor's degree to do anything. But then after I got my bachelor's degree, they were like, that's not going to get you far. You need a master's. Like, oh, fuck, we yep. all should have told me that so I could prepare for it. I can't afford that. And you especially need to go back to school with a fucking psych major. Like, when you get out, what? What do you What do? You do? Nothing. You got nothing. Literally nothing going for you. You are, that's as good as, as like a bio major, which, trust me, I'll get into later. Uh, it's a useless degree, and I cannot tell you to go for it. And most, honestly, most people that I know that picked psych majors are because they didn't know what they wanted to do. And it was deadline. The other half that I know uh, have severe daddy issues, and this was their way of dealing with it. I don't, I don't want to say the the wrong thing, um, but I don't. There's some majors you? that I just don't understand. So like, there. Okay, so I was looking at this website. It's investopedia.com, and they have the worst paying college majors in America. And one of them listed is human services and community organization. And I was like, you have to go to college to learn how to organize because like, I don't have any experience in organizing, but I would like to think of myself as an activist. So it's like, I didn't realize that you you can major in that. Like, is that necessary? I don't know. Who knows? But I feel like if you really want to be active in the community, you can do that without a major. You you, you can um, go to, uh, you can support local government and go to like meetings and things and uh, you know, rub elbows with people and you know who knows but but i was just a little caught off guard with that it's not the type of thing where it's like you want to organize an event someone's gonna show up to you oh yes well uh where did you go to school sir it's like <laughs> exactly well, you know? ask. i went to harvard 
business <laughs> event organizing school, sir. And yes, I graduated uh, top of my class. Yes, I can uh, set up this rally in front of your McDonald's. Be like, be like, can I can I hold the megaphone for a moment? I'm sorry. Do you have a bachelor's degree in um, community organization? I'm sorry, I don't make the rules. Unfortunately, no. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Guess I'll have to go to school now. <laughs> so I just thought that was kind of bizarre, but I don't know enough about the major to really have much of an opinion. I was just That's a little caught off guard with that. For the record, uh, I went to school for nine years for that degree, and I was still not allowed to hold the megaphone after they told me I needed a <laughs> master's. So, you know, like, even when you get it, you don't get on it. This fucking megaphone, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just imitating Michael Winslow from the Police Academy movies, making little noises like. Um, I have another question for you. Uh, go on. What is the difference between, like, being an English major and having a language arts degree? Like, I don't understand what these things are. Uh, well, they're all uh, big wastes. Of money, I'll tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> because, for example, an English one. Do you want to be a writer? Well, like we just talked about, you can do that without an English degree. Like we are award-winning writers, and we don't have degrees, especially English degrees. I don't even English is even my first language. <laughs> what an English degree can get you is a job as a teacher after additional training or certifications. Or a trip straight to the unemployment line. What What was your undergrad degree? I was a political science <laughs> degree, uh, actually. And before that, though, I was a sports management major, very briefly, and which is actually on my list <laughs> as one of the biggest wastes of time ever. That's funny because poli <laughs> is on my list. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like, what do you do with that? Well, well, at least with political science, and then again, it's another thing where you you can become a lawyer if you continue on education, but you can get a job at like a think tank or doing government stuff, you know, as well as a track that I started going into. You like um, work at Social Security? Yeah, I could do that, but I was working at uh, for Department of Defense uh, at doing like different events and stuff. So I actually got to do some traveling. I, I did some stuff in El Salvador. I did some stuff in Chile for them. It was pretty cool. Uh, but at the same time, you know, there, it's it's a very interesting one and, and actually is useful because there is there is things that you can do with that, I will say. Um, but that being said, it is pretty vague as well. So, I don't know. It's vague. It, that's that's kind of what it is. <laughs> but okay. sports management, on the other hand, is literally a bigger waste of money than cheap cocaine. It's like, what's the fucking point? Because you basically learn just enough from the business department and the health science departments to not become hireable for jobs in either of them. So, like, if you want to be a sports agent, you should just go to law school. You know, you don't need a fucking sports management degree. Uh, you don't need to waste your money on it. And then you'll thank me in 20 years when your parents don't look at you as the disappointment of the family. Because when I came home and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna, they want to take a sports management degree. They looked at me worse than probably that the brothers looked at you when you told them that you were gay. So, you know, it was... <laughs> It was pure hate and disappointment in their eyes. It was like, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, no, they're like, something. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay, so this is other website I was looking at. It says it's, it's careeraddict.com and they have a, an article called Useless Degrees. And um, uh, one of them was Anthropology and Archaeology. And I was like, oh, wow. That's got to be tough. I mean, unless I mean, you're so working specific. in the background of like Jurassic Park, like, what do you do? <laughs> Because at some point, everything's dug up. It's like, let's dig in this hole. Well, we already dug there. How about this hole? And then you don't know you're going to find anything. Those guys did not have archaeology degrees. They were just uh, non-union background. Uh, they probably, in the 90s, they probably got like $40 a day to just sit there uh, while Steven Spielberg farted dust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very, I don't know, it's such a specific degree that unless you plan on becoming an archaeologist what the f- you know you, you got to really set have your your heart set on that um i don't know i feel like perhaps if you want to become an archaeologist that's cool but maybe go on a trip beforehand because it would really suck uh to graduate in four years or you know six whatever however long it takes you <laughs> uh-huh. and then you go to a trip and you find out you're super allergic to dust and uh, you cannot be an archaeologist. Ross from Friends was a paleontologist or archaeologist? I never know the difference. He was, the dinosaur he was a expert. Paleontologist. Yes. So I think that I would assume that there's similar degrees. But I think that um, I don't know. The way I see it is, let's say there are ten universities in Chicago, um, and each university offers an archaeology uh, major. Well, there's, let's say there's also one major museum in Chicago. So you've got 10 groups of people applying for this like coveted position. Like I can't imagine there being a lot of jobs available for someone who knows a lot about bones. Right, 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 right. Let me tell you, I know a lot about bones and I didn't take any classes on it. I just be slobbing knobs like a fucking champ. I know bones. Don't you worry about that. I know lots about bones. Simo's own bone might be having issues right now, but he knows he knows what a fully functional bone looks like, you guys. Yeah. He's, he's seen them. <laughs> Uncle Eddie taught me well. Even even if his right now is all like shriveled up and weak, and uh, <laughs> kind of looks like Simo in high school laying down in gym class while they're throwing dodgeballs at him, you know? He's in the fetal position begging for help. Like, please. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, lot, there's a lot of mucus and tears and, and, uh, and disappointment. And, you yeah. know, <laughs> you can't really defend himself anymore, but <laughs> that's just still like, has heart. That's just guys. like you when you go to the gay bars and like the 50th person's hit on you. And you're like, when will it stop? When will it stop? <laughs> I have to go potty, but I'm scared. I'm scared to go in there. I need an adult. No, not you. Not you or you. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Get away from me, sir. Do you remember <laughs> when I went to, I was at this gay bar and this like humongous woman walks into the bathroom and stands up and pees the urinal next to me. And um, I like looked at her and she was like, do you have a problem? And I was like, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, all these urinals, you pick the one right next to me. Like right next, there's rules, and you should know that. Yeah. And then she's like, "Oh, really?" And I was like, "Yeah." And you also put your purse on the floor, and that's disgusting. It's like good day, <laughs> but in actuality, yeah. I really was a little caught off guard because I've never stood next to such a tall, beautiful woman at the urinal before. I really, I really was kind of staring yeah. at a little bit, if I'm being honest. 
I was like, oh, wow. I thought it was you and not me. I'm probably going to look straight ahead, though. That's my rule. Just look ahead. Oh, God, look ahead. Oh, God, just look ahead and go away. But there are rules, ladies and gents. If there is an available third stall, you don't pick the one directly next to someone. Correct. You know, you only do that if there's no other recourse. You really got to go. Or if, like, the two are taken, you're not going to just stand there like an asshole watching two people pee. You, you take the third one and you suck it up. Yeah. Follow the rules, people. Suck yeah. it up. Oh, yeah, Simo. <laughs> suck it up. This is a good, uh, I feel like it's a good segue because uh, I feel like biology is a fucking terrible degree to have. You know, like, I feel like science degrees are cool, you know, but biology degrees are, are useless. You know, like, well, you want to be a scientist? Well, then get into a particular field of science. Yeah, it's so broad. Yeah, it's like wanting to be a mechanic by watching Pimp My Ride all day. It's not, it's not going to work. Exhibit's not going to get you there. Okay, you need specific job training because those nerds are really, really competitive, you guys. So you want to pick something specific or else I feel like you're beat, especially in science. Like, what, what do you do with a biology degree? So I feel like biology degree is normally a degree you would get as a stepping stone or as a prerequisite for like pre-med or I don't know. I, I assume you would just use it for like medical stuff, but I don't, I'm not sure what you would what you would get with a biology degree unless you want to teach it. I don't know. When I was younger, I wanted to be a, a veterinarian just because I wanted to play with animals all day. And then I realized I can just go to a, like a shelter and just volunteer without having to cut them up, you know, yeah, Simo just uh, went to the shelter to volunteer to put them down. Uh, why he wanted to be a vet. He was really sick. Uh, that's why he's not allowed to babysit my dog when, I, when, when he comes over. It's like, Simo, why do you want to put this one down? It has red hair, and that's all I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> okay, so my, my undergrad degree is in theater. What the fuck was I thinking? Is that on your list? <laughs> It, it would have been on my list, but I was hoping that you would say it. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I know you're very self-aware. <laughs> it's funny because a lot of the stuff that we learned, like like in theater at, at our school, there's classes for like theater history where we read a lot of scripts. And then we had like script analysis classes and we had acting classes that were pretty conventional. And then we had like voice for the actor and movement for the actor. Um, but there wasn't, there might be now, but at the time there weren't anything regarding writing and I really wanted to just learn how to craft my own script. I, I, went, I was really, I was mostly interested, well, in acting, but, but I, I was also interested in, in, in just writing, but they didn't really offer that. Uh, instead, I spent a lot of classes like stretching and doing yoga and like massaging your <laughs> classmates. And like when we rolled yeah. around the ground, we would have to like explain so much. <laughs> Yeah, it was a little bizarre, you know. They weren't getting you ready for porn. Yeah. They were definitely getting you ready for porn. That's all it was. Uh, did, you, did you not find that weird that you guys didn't have uh, desks in your class? You guys just had black little casting couches? <laughs> as your, oh, as yeah, Simo. As your desk. I mean, there were stories of stuff happening, you know. Yeah, I'm sure there were. I remember, uh, okay, so as a senior, we took this class called Senior Acting Seminar. And we had to sit in front of the class. And uh, they would tell us um, their first impression what our particular type is. So, like, I would sit in front of them and they would say, you, you don't look like the leading male, but you would probably get cast as, like, the funny sidekick. Or you'd be, like, the nice person on the, on the Criminal Minds episode that ultimately was the murderer. 
like you you could be the gay friends that's your type and i was like okay whatever and then this one girl she went up there and she had one like functioning eye and she was really short and they told her that she was going to be oh, like God. a witch or like a like a troll or something and i was like oh no <laughs> so that's not nice but then i thought to myself y'all should have told her that before she spent four years here y'all should have sat us all down as a freshman and be like you are not cute enough to succeed in this business because you do kind of have to have a look you know what i mean you can be the best actor in the world but if, if you're not nice to look at on screen, you're not going to book something on screen. Do you know what I mean? Well, I will say Always there are those roles for those for those characters, you know? Like, for example, you look at Hocus Pocus, two out of those three witches were not very attractive. You know, you have Sarah Jessica Parker flashing her ding-dongs enough to make a three-year-old Carlos feel things that three-year-old Carlos had never felt before. But other than that, they weren't very attractive. So my acting coach always said there are roles for everybody. So despite what you look like, you there is a role for you, but you have to be aware of it. So I will say maybe hearing that you're going to be a troll sucks. But at the same time, you know what would be worse to hear? Uh, yeah, there's no roles for you, dude. You know, yeah. you're, you're beat. Because, I mean, at the time you were going to school, there was a little franchise coming out called Lord of the Rings. So, you know, <laughs> and Harry true. Potter you know, and all these you things. You never know. But I guess there, there would be, like, some girls that would be having – they would have these monologues from Juliet. And I'd be like, bitch, you ain't never going to play Juliet. Use a fucking See, dumb, yeah, that's though. the thing. <laughs> but you got you – gotta, yeah, you got you to gotta set expectations here. Realistic, you know. Like, I feel like the ones they gave you are, are pretty fair, even though you could, you could also be a leading man, in my opinion. But – you got to know what you're going in for and you got to be very aware of what you can do and what you can't do because it's, you know, it's like anything. It's like, it's like if you take yourself out of it and you take yourself out of it being acting, it's like any fucking job. It's like a 17 year old kid, uh, going up to be executive CEO of a company. He's not going to have the skill sets. You're going to laugh them out of the room. It's the same thing. If you don't fit a particular, it's like me applying to the role of a black guy. Okay, regardless of how good I am at putting my blackface makeup, they've told me several times it's not going to happen, Carlos. Please stop applying. So, you know, you got to be realistic. You got to be realistic, you guys. (laughs) Well, it's funny because I spent um, a good bit of money in Chicago taking improv classes. And a lot of the stuff that we learned in improv class uh, mimicked the things I learned in undergrad. And I thought to myself, okay, so I spent four years rolling around the floor yeah. and moaning and, you know, touching oh, people yeah, um, in, as a warm-up in class, which was very uncomfortable. And then I come to this improv school and I spend just a few grand and in a year and a half, I get very similar lessons. You know what I mean? It's just like, huh. Yeah, exactly. Shoulda, coulda, exactly. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy I got the trainings that I got at school, but I, but I do think some of it was like so experimental that that a lot of us had trouble grasping the purpose, and we were just kind of like, okay, if we cry on cue, are we going to get an A? Okay, let's just fake it till we make it until next semester. Right. At least when you go to a good improv school in Chicago, or something, there's several of those. But with an acting uh, or drama degree or something like that. Unless you go to like say like a Juilliard school and you take the drama program there, it's just it doesn't have it's not gonna have name value for for it to be worth anything. That's kind of a thing where if you're gonna get a degree in that, you know you're gonna want to spend the money and get into the absolute best degree that you can, or else it's just gonna be you know. Dude, I have a bachelor's of science in theater. The fuck is that? 
Yeah, like that's fucking. A bachelor's of science <laughs> in theater with a concentration in acting. That's what my degree says. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's 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 useless. You know that sucks. And then like you can, and honestly, for example, for, for comedy, I feel like you know while it was still open, even taking improv classes at the pit were probably worth more to a comedian hiring you for a show than seeing that you have a degree from Towson. You know, like what? <laughs> Shouldn't be that way. When you spend that much money, you should get what you pay for. And I feel like for most, you know, drama acting degrees, they don't. They definitely Let me don't tell you, pay for. if this episode doesn't get us um, on track to be a keynote speaker at the next um, uh, graduation ceremony at Towson, I don't know what will. Because we're definitely promoting this school, like, well. That's true. I mean, by saying that their degrees are worthless and useless, <laughs> yes. Totally, totally the promotion they want to hear. I'm sure they'll come calling tomorrow uh-huh. and say, hey, Chat Podcast, we need you guys. They're going to say, um, you guys have an outstanding bill. Oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry. Forget I said anything. Well, honestly, even off of, off of yours, I feel like film, video, and photographic arts degrees are also a giant waste of money for the exact same thing. Like a degree in something like this is also like a marketing ploy. If it doesn't catch your eye off the name alone, like a, like Juilliard I mentioned the last one, it'll be worthless. You know, like people believe in name value things, which is why Simo couldn't make any friends in high school when his mom got him those cool new Mikey shoes instead of the Nike ones at Walmart. Uh, yeah. You know, the Nike ones are a little too expensive, so she went with the Mikeys. Uh, she thought no one would notice, but believe me, they noticed. They and noticed. That's why Simo uh, never went to homecoming in years. And, uh, <laughs> and all the teachers were, were nervous. They were like, Chris keeps getting shoved in lockers, but I shoved myself in there. I knew my place. She <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just went at the same time. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious and sad. A yeah. great combination for the French Hat Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. Oh, what else you got? Okay. What do you do with a theology and religious vocation degree? Because you have oh, to go yeah. to, like, you have to go to, like, I guess a seminary of some sort. I don't know. But, like, if you have a degree yeah. in, like, I don't know, religion, then... I can't imagine you succeeding in life because you've memorized the Bible. Like, I just don't understand. Like, what? So, if you want to be a pastor of a, of a church, um, I, I'm assuming you have to have a degree in theology, but then wouldn't you have to then get your master's in, like, a seminary school? I, I just assume that the first degree is waste, huh. wasteful. Like, what do you do with that? Here's my thing. Um, I think with the things that I've seen and saw happen in my college career, um, I don't think God is in college or anywhere near college. So I don't think a priest would get closer to God by going to college. Let's just say that. I would say the best chance for a priest is to go as far and far away from college as possible. Too many things happen there. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna be told you can't bang anyone, and then you go to college. No, no, that's not gonna work. It's uh-huh. not gonna work. I don't, I don't think that works at all. I don't, I don't know, I don't know how those go hand in hand together. I feel like, I don't know. I, I always just kind of thought you would just like get dropped off in a monastery somewhere, and then you just walk in, and then 
they teach you the ways. But I really don't know how do you become a priest. I think you do. You have to be molested as a young kid, or do you have to get molested later on? Like how, how, how does that work? I don't know. So you know what I think it's like kind of weird. Boy? Like, you know, some people <laughs> let the priest will... touch you. <laughs> <laughs> some people will say that they speak to God regularly, and to me, I'm like, okay, are you religious or are you schizophrenic? Like that could be serious, you know. So so if if someone's telling you like I spoke to God and He told me this. I, my initial reaction is like, okay, this person needs psychiatric treatment. <laughs> okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, like, uh, like so. Yeah. So you had yeah. to go to college. Sure you do, to buddy. Your <laughs> sure you do. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. You no, could no, just no, wait no, it no. until your early twenties. That pops out like crazy. Your mom talks to God pretty often, but that's because she comes over and she's like, oh God, oh God, you know. But yeah, because she it's probably not, looked inside your refrigerator and she was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> oh what God, Carlos has got a shelf life. <laughs> she saw she saw that I tried to give her wine in a McDonald's cup. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no way, dude. <laughs> that was an instant no. That was an instant no. That ended things. <laughs> my my mom one time bought a recliner chair that was a double size chair, so she and my dad could like snuggle up in the recliner together. And my dad was <laughs> mortified. I just remember coming over and seeing him sitting there, and she's like, "Isn't this so nice?" And my dad was like, "Yeah, great." <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if I. Uh got a reclining chair that is uh, big enough for two people I would just become morbidly obese so I can fit in it by myself <laughs> so sorry babe I can't share the chair with you no more but please pass me the cheese puffs oh yeah <laughs> there was this guy in my building in Chicago that died on my floor and he was really 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 oh, big and they had to take the door off the hinges and they couldn't put them on like, they couldn't put them on like a, um, like a, what do we call it, a gurney or like a stretcher? Yeah, yeah. They, they literally took him out by his sheets and like wedged him through the door. You know? They were like, heave, ho, he, but I thought they were like, and that's so sad. And I was like, it's sad <laughs> to me. It, well, first of all, it's sad that I had to report it because this, the, the, the floor stunk so bad and normally his room did kind of oh. stink but it smelled exceptionally bad and I was like this is crazy I kept complaining so that I called the Department of Health and then lo and behold he was dead um, but I thought to myself it's even more oh sad God. to me that if he is like bedridden and like is just like eating himself to death how does he get this food someone's bringing him it's like someone should be held accountable for bringing him all these snacks he had like like nurse aides and things coming to visit him but I was like, why aren't they, instead of bringing him, you know, a smorgasbord of snacks, they should, they should bring him like some carrots, <laughs> you know, maybe he would have lasted a little oh, bit longer. God, I feel so bad for laughing. Oh God. Oh God. I just didn't understand that. I was like, this is a mess. Sounds, uh, sounds like a great place to live. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Maybe they'll come, maybe they'll come to us for sponsorship as well. Like great estate sales. If you're looking for extra, extra, extra large boxers. <laughs> they put, they put uh, extra large door frames now after that guy. So, you know, they did remodel the building. It's great. Look at these it's double great. wide French doors. Perfect <laughs> for your lifestyle. <laughs> Can you imagine if you're like that guy's ghost and you're like sitting there watching them carry out your corpse and you're like, oh, God damn it. Shouldn't have canceled that gym membership, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they they put up. So I was there that day. They, they had like wrapped up in sheets and then they, they like rolled them up in sheets and took them on the elevator. And then they took them down and carried them out in sheets. 
And I was like, that's so <laughs> fucked up. We're like in the elevator there, like, so nice day. <laughs> and they got the corpses. <laughs> like, man, this is like, a I'll take the next one. No, don't worry, you can squeeze. Oh god, I don't wanna. <laughs> <laughs> What's that smell, Bob? <laughs> Bob kicked the bucket. Oh. Sorry to hear that, Bob. Bob smelled in death like he did in life. <laughs> Terribly <laughs> like shit. <laughs> Man, I was so oh, concerned. <laughs> well, I got two more on my list. And I feel like this next one is a nice little go off of what we've been talking about and this was is, is a fine arts degree man and it's because i feel like i'm just gonna do my impression of, of any adult who talked to my fine arts friends majors when they would tell them about their degrees hold on one second let me get into it okay uh one second um timmy hold hold this okay cool so, okay <laughs> <laughs> This is fucking useless. Don't do a fine arts degree, guys. It will not get you any closer uh, to making any money or fulfilling your dreams. It will get you tons of attention from people asking you, uh, what the fuck are you going to do with a fine arts degree? It'll give you, you so, $160,000 uh, of debt to put towards <laughs> yes. your art. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. If you have a hundred and sixty thousand dollars to waste uh please just sponsor us at the frat chat podcast we can put that to use uh we can finally uh let timmy afford to buy shoes he's been he's been asking us for shoes uh we just pay him in doritos chips so you know we could upgrade his salary to actual money you guys and then he could buy shoes you know because he's even trying to make shoes out of doritos it doesn't really work you know because they're very crunchy so then he walks on them uh they keep breaking so yeah. he, he tries to like super glue them back together it's this whole thing it's this whole thing it's just not gonna work then i told him maybe he could use the bags but we also don't pay him in the large dorito bags we'd have to give him a raise because we only give him the child snacks and uh that's a hard no on that raise unless one of you guys out there has one hundred sixty thousand dollars to spare in your fine arts degrees so call us <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine, like, if, if you if your dream in life is, like, to open up your own, like, art studio and you go to get a, a loan from the bank and the bank is like, hi, we just got off the phone with Goucher College. They have a hold on your account. It looks like you owe them $160,000. So if you want to put a dent in that, <laughs> then we can get you kickstarted on your career goals. Um, maybe getting a job at the mall, you know? Uh, yeah, no, I feel like I feel like uh, a, a job at the mall is exactly where a fine arts degree would fit. You know what I mean? Like you, you like have one of those little like stands there. And you're selling those those T-shirts where you can put your face on like celebrities' bodies. You know, like like Rambo or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh God, buddy, what'd you do to get this job? It's like, well, I got a fine arts degree and a lot of debt, buddy. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At five seventy-five an hour, I'll take what I can get. Uh, I I don't. I only have one more left, and it's just that um when when I was in college working retail, I remember that a lot of people in the retail environment were like, "I'm going to school for fashion design," 
Like, oh, that's nice. And like, if I go on Facebook, they're probably still working retail. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're now assistant manager at Target. Yeah. Uh, it's a great store. Uh, like, they do, do great things for the community, design, I don't know. <laughs> including arresting pedophiles in their parking lots. Uh, it's a whole thing. <laughs> Yeah. Wonderful place to work. <laughs> I, I think it's a degree that I feel like young kids think it sounds cool. You know, it sounds a lot cooler than once you finally do it. Then you realize you just got you just got got. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mm -hmm. know. What would the classes in that even be? Like, what do you do in that? What's your curriculum? To me, like just like, it sounds like it almost sounds like costume design in theater, but that's not period piece like inspired right but i just want i just want our listeners to know that um we're not experts in this we legitimately just want to know what you do with that so if you have any ideas let us know yeah. i'm not i mean i'm yeah, not one to preach because my bank account podcast. sucks but i just don't i just don't understand yeah. like if you have a degree in theology like what's the next step like yeah and uh i i do drink uh out of plastic mcdonald's cups but that is by choice and by necessity, but also by choice, because I like it. You know, just so you guys Virginia? know. Virginia? Totally by choice. I blame. I blame your upbringing. <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> what's What's the last one on your list? And this one hurts me to say because I love history, but if you want to waste your time and money, then a history degree is totally for you. Yes, you will learn a ton of cool stuff as a history major. Like, some of the most interesting shit ever, literally, in the history of the world, you will learn as a history major. But, unless you're gonna work as a teacher or in a museum, it's kind of a really useless in the real world. Because at the end of the day, no one's gonna give a shit who the president was during the War of 1812 when you're fitting me with some new Jeezys at Foot Locker, which was James Madison, for those of you who care. Okay, no one's gonna give a shit. No one's gonna ask you that. It's never gonna come up. You know, though, if you have a degree in history and you go to apply for a museum, they'd be like, oh, that's cute. You have a degree in history. Um, we have 20 applicants yeah. here that have a degree in art history. And you're like, oh, whoops. This guy over here, he's a fucking doctorate. Yeah, he's a PhD and he's a janitor, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Your qualifications are perfect for the mailroom. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys don't have a mailroom. Exactly. Leave. Get out of here. <laughs> that was a hint, and you didn't get it, which is why you don't deserve to work here. So get the fuck out. <laughs> I considered doing a history degree too, and I spoke to a guy who told me that he did history in college because for summers I was coaching swimming for a couple of years. And this guy's, oh, yeah, cool. I was a history major. Oh, great. Well, what do you. What do you do now? It's like, uh, I'm a teller at uh, Bank of America here. In <laughs> uh -huh. I was like, oh, great. So note to self, do not do what this guy did. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, I was 17 and making as much money as he was in his mid-30s. It just felt like perhaps I shouldn't set my sights for what he did. It's like, oh, what did that degree get you? Um, I'm a part-time soccer coach. Oh, nice. Congratulations. I have two jobs and I really could use a third. So pay for my bills. My mom's a very demanding landlord. You know, if I could go back in time and do things differently, I would have probably worked out, gotten in really good shape, and I would have been a fucking stripper. 
Oh, oh wow. That's not what I was expecting to use. Totally. Really? I would have gotten, gotten <laughs> fucking ripped. I would have taken my money, my, my clothes off for money, and I would have banked it, and I would have invested. I feel like a lot of our friends who are the more successful, like, said fuck it with their college degree, and they went into real estate, and they're making bank. So you're saying, uh, step one, get really jacked. Uh, step two, become a really successful stripper. And then step three, which would be the easiest one, I guess, would be to leverage all of this into a super successful real estate empire for you to take over the world. Totally. Right. Right. Very realistic. Uh, yeah, very realistic. Absolutely. The best plan I've ever heard. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. 100% totally. This is me I'm being totally serious and not in any way sarcastic about your hopes and past dreams, I guess. Yeah. Not being sarcastic at all. This is the best plan I've ever heard of in my 33 years on this earth. And you can totally count on that. And I'm not lying in any way. I swear. Oh no. <laughs> if I would have done things differently, I would have tried comedy while I was going to college down in Baltimore because I did try uh, going on some auditions down there when I was in college in Baltimore but at the same time it wasn't really a big community for there however Baltimore has a huge comedy community which I love going down to and performing as often as I possibly can so who knows where I would have been by now if I would have done it earlier but you know I, at the same time I feel like everything happens for a reason and I just didn't believe it was in the cards in me I didn't know where I was going in life. I think I think all the things that I was going through at the time prepared me and led to me being here right now. So who knows? Maybe in college I wouldn't have taken it as seriously as I did when I did later on. You know what I mean? Because I would have been doing the fraternity and all these other things. And, you know, comedy would have been priority number two. Who knows? You, you didn't miss out on open mic night at Magoobies. <laughs> yeah, that looks like it wouldn't have been fun. But performing there was definitely fun. I, I love Magoobies. I had a I opened for Steve Ranazizi from the league uh, there. And it was a sold out show. And it was a great, great night. But with that being said, that's our list. If you guys like what you heard, follow us at the Frat Chat Podcast on all social channels and let us know. If you hate what you heard, follow us at Frat Chat Podcast on all social channels and tell us about it. If you have any additional majors that you think are stupid, let us know and maybe we'll feature them on next week's show. Or we'll do a follow-up on this because we like doing part twos. Especially when things go well. Or if you had one of these stupid majors and you're successful, tell us what happened. Yeah, and uh, you know we'll eat a dick if we're totally wrong here. Tell us what happened, you fucking liar. Yeah, liars. Uh, all right. <laughs> and on, well, on that note, make sure you give us a follow uh, on all social channels. I'm at Carlos Does the World on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok. And at Carlos Does World on Twitter. And make sure you follow Simo over there at Chris.more.comedy on Instagram and at Seymour Comedy on the Twitter machine. And until that, get us out of here, Mr. Mo! I motion to adjourn this meeting. And I second. Alright, peace, bitches. We'll be back next week. See ya! Bye.